Welcome, everyone, to episode 348 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. Just me and Will today. We are going to be talking about games that we want to see ported to the Nintendo Switch. Now, this has been a topic of discussion again. Uh, you know, some people are for the ports, some people are against the ports. Uh, but it's kind of been drummed up again in the in the gaming centric circles because uh, of the you know the the ported indie games specifically that were announced during the Nindies showcase earlier this week and and you know some upcoming ports are are coming to the Nintendo Switch so it's it's been in discussion again. Um, I don't know. I personally think it's a good thing. Uh, the more games on the Switch, the better. But we'll 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 get into that when we get into our main segment. Do you have anything you want to tease for later on in the episode, Will? Uh yeah, I actually returned to a little game that used to be an old staple of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Eric played it actually quite a bit in oh, front yeah. of the show, Johnny. So I'll be talking about that uh, and what we played. Awesome. Uh, I briefly played Sea of Thieves, probably about two hours, maybe Ooh. last night. I played uh, solo, so I'll talk about my solo experiences with Sea of Thieves so far. Um, yeah, that's all I have to, to tease for later on the episode. Uh, well, let, let's get into it, Will. Um, let me. Yeah. Where did I put my notebook? That's I had all my notes. Oh, here we go. Oh, Dan's a mess already. <laughs> I'm already a mess. <laughs> well, I've got a lot going on because if you're in the live stream. Uh, I have it set up so that we can show videos like Corey used to do videos and, and things. So um, I'm going to try to try to man that while I'm doing other things. So I've uh, got a lot more going on than usual during the episode. Um, I should probably try and figure out how I can stream to take a little bit of stress off you. Eh, it's no biggie. I'll get used to it. Uh, once I once I get I've what has to happen is I've got to figure out a system and once I get the system figured out I'll I'll be able to do it with no problem. Yeah. Uh, but but I know as soon as I go to type something to change uh you know change the video or whatever I'm gonna bump the microphone and <laughs> so just you know bear with us here. All right. So Will, what's the first game you want to see ported to the Nintendo Switch? So my very first game that I have on my list was uh, actually Fortnite. I think Fortnite, Fortnite on the Nintendo Switch could be really awesome. I know Eric would love that. Yeah. Uh, and I think everybody but like me would love that because I'm not that big on Fortnite, but its popularity is so massive that I think a lot of people would get a lot of value out of that. Yeah, definitely. And it runs on everything. So Even I mean, mobile. Yeah, if it can run on a uh, phone, you know, in older phones, too, from what I gather, it runs just fine. Uh, if it can run on that, it can run on the Nintendo Switch, which the Nintendo Switch, you know, the it has the advanced mobile chip. So um, it's the Tegra. I, th- I believe it's the Tegra X or Tegra K. Uh, it's one of the Tegra chi- NVIDIA Tegra chips. So, yes, it should should run just fine on, on mobile devices and the more powerful Nintendo Switch. So... And yeah. like you, you said, Will, the popularity of that game, it's its almost transcendent now. Uh, going from just being gaming to being like pop culture in general. Uh, with, with, you know, players like, or uh, people like, famous people like Drake talking about it. It's, it's kind of transcended, you know? Yeah, I actually saw a news article this week that there was the streamer who did the stream with uh, Drake and um, Travis Scott and Juju Smith-Schuster. He actually uh-huh. makes five hundred thousand dollars. Like I think, oh, what was it? Was it, it was a month? A, was it a month? Yeah. That that is absurd. Yeah. <laughs> that I think he's recently into that too. I think it was once he started streaming Fortnite. That's when he kind of exploded. 
Yeah. As far as I, from what I gather, I, I didn't read too far into that story. Uh, mostly out of a hundred percent pure jealousy. Yeah. Like I didn't, didn't want to <laughs> read too far into it, but my jaw dropped when I read that. I, I was in disbelief. Yeah. Good for him though. I mean, I've, <laughs> yeah. I've heard decent thing. I've heard decent things about the guy. So, uh, you know, some of those characters can can be pretty, uh, well, not necessarily good people, or maybe too too attention whoring. But yeah, yeah. From what I hear, he seems like an okay dude. So that's that's, that's the dream thing. right there. Absolutely, that man has achieved it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, so my first game that I want to see ported to the Nintendo Switch, I also tried not to go because you could run the risk of doing like all Wii U games on your ports list, which yeah. I want to see all those games, but I only put ended up putting one of those on my list because so I feel like a lot of them are going to eventually make their way to the Switch. But anyway, yeah. uh, I think I've mentioned this before, maybe not, but XCOM Enemy Within, uh, or XCOM Enemy Unknown, XCOM Enemy Within, Okay. Uh, the the dual pack maybe for sixty dollars. Um, I love those games. They're great. I didn't pick XCOM two because I didn't necessarily like XCOM XCOM two as much, and it had a lot of performance issues that I really don't think they ever fully ironed out. Yeah. Uh, whereas XCOM ran fantastically, uh, and I, you know if they could figure out a way to get mod support on there too, you could do the the long war campaign. It's a perfect game to have with you all the time. You know, it's one you can spend hundreds of hours playing. It never plays the same way twice, really. Uh, so I, that's that's one I think would be perfect for the Nintendo Switch. And I would pay full price for it. I would pay $60 for the uh, Enemy Unknown, Enemy Within combo pack. That's a good pick. That game, I think, would translate very well to the Switch. Because I think it's there's a mobile version of it. And I, no, I never heard anything bad about it. So uh, It was on iPad. iPad? Yeah, I mean... The Switch is what a smaller iPad, a little bit smaller screen-wise. Yeah, it's probably. I would say it's even smaller than the iPad Mini. Okay, but you well, know what? It's more widescreen. It, it does benefit though because it does have joysticks. Or that's that's the big thing. There is uh, it, it definitely has the advantage in controls. Touchscreen yeah. controls are bad for most things. Yep. So. So yeah, I mean, honestly, that game would make a very smooth trans transition to the Switch. Yeah. I like that pick, Dan. I never, I wouldn't even have thought of that. Yeah. All right. What do you got next? Uh, so my next three games are actually going to be pretty. They're pretty heavily biased considering the game that I started playing this, <laughs> this week. Uh, but my number four is Overwatch. Uh, okay. Um, I don't know if there's ever been a rumor about Overwatch being ported to the Switch. Uh, I know it's wanted, and I think. It, Overwatch is like a hit game, uh, sort of like Fortnite, but you know, Overwatch is like one of the only games that has a professional like esports league behind it, backed and everything like that, with teams vying for playoff spots and stuff like that. So like this game is is massive. A lot of people love it, and you know, I obviously the Switch version wouldn't be the more competitive version to play the game, but I right. think it's more of a you know being able to play wherever. You know, even playing against bots, like I think a game would be awesome on the Switch. Yeah. Yeah, totally agree. Um, as you said, super popular. Uh, I mean, it's online only, so that maybe maybe would be a little bit uh, a little bit of an issue. It'd be a little uh, trickier, at least. But you know, I, I think they could do it. Yeah, I think they could do. Uh, I I wouldn't go all in for that only because I cannot aim 
with controllers <laughs> anymore. Once I learned how to use keyboard and mouse, I j- just just can't do it. It's funny, Dan. I actually a while back, like one of our fan does the the old podcast where he reads the synopsis, and we have to guess what episode. Um, yeah. And I listened to one of them, and you were saying how you could never not play a shooter with a controller. You don't know how people do it, and I, I chuckled because I know you now, and you're you cannot use a controller anymore yeah. for a shooter. It was once I I figured out. Uh, it was Titanfall, the the first Titanfall. I was like, if I want to be even somewhat competitive here. I'm going to have to learn how to use keyboard and mouse. And I forced myself to learn how to use keyboard and mouse. And since then, I, I just can't, can't, can't go, go back. back. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Like, I struggle when I do shooters on the console now because I'm like, ah, like, I feel like I'm a baby deer taking its first steps. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, so my next game, and I actually talked about this recently when we did four in February, but uh, Portal and Portal 2, I think, in a combo pack would be amazing games to have on the switch. Um, I, I could play this with a controller because it's the aiming is not what's important here. It's, uh, you know, it, it's, it's not, it's not twitch twitchy, you know, like, uh, like a lot of other shooters, it's, it's first person and you do have to aim your portals, but it's, it's a puzzle. So there's only a little bit of reflex stuff that you have to do, but it's mostly just putting your portals where you want them, you know? Yeah, I mean, this game, you're not really exactly trying to do a shooting thing timed right for the right. most part. So you're, you're not going for headshot after headshot. It's just putting, you know, you've you got to put your portals in the right place for yeah. for uh, gravity boosts and stuff, you know. Yeah, so you you be able to make a, you wouldn't struggle really with this one. Mm-mm. No, I feel like I even played, when I played Portal 2, I did play a little bit of it with a controller. I played a little bit keyboard and mouse and a little bit controller. My video doesn't want to load for some reason. My internet connection is a little stressed out, so if things seem a little janky, that's why. A lot going on on my internet connection right now. So, <laughs> uh, Okay, go ahead, Will. Uh, so my next one, Hearthstone. I think this game has been rumored. I mean, the next two games I have on my list are rumored to be on or coming to the Switch, but I think Hearthstone would be awesome on the Switch. Uh, it's on mobile. You know, it's not on other consoles, but like the Switch is basically kind of your mo- like a mobile gaming device at the same time. I think it would be awesome on there. I yeah, might play Hearthstone again if it was there. They could probably make it so that uh, you could play like because there's single player expansions too uh, yeah. for solo content. So they could make it so you could play those when you're not connected to the Internet and then you could play online when you're actually connected to the Internet, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and uh, you know, the touchscreen works fine. I've did some, uh, darkest dungeon stuff with, with, with the touchscreen and it works perfectly fine. So, uh, you could do the combo of touchscreen and, you know, the actual controllers Mm -hmm. work fabulously. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Uh, so next on my list is divinity, original sin and or divinity, original sin two. Um, Divinity Original Sin is on consoles right now. Original Sin 2, I believe, is... I don't know, I'm not sure if it was confirmed, but it was at least rumored to be coming to consoles also. Uh, I know the, you know the first one would work because it's obviously older and not as graphically intensive as the new one. The new one actually has a lot of uh, high-end graphical stuff, and it did end up stressing out my, my system a little bit. So, um, But yeah, it's... Uh, 
it's like the perfect game for switch because those those grindy type of uh rpgs they're perfect for the for this the switch you know because yeah with it's something you could have with you literally all the time so yeah i mean i look at a game like bravely default i would not have finished that game if it was on anything else oh yeah totally because just that brutal middle slog of the game um but you know because it was on the 3ds i was able to do it so yeah no the grindy parts of um those games are perfect for perfect for the switch yes they are i've got a few other like similar type of games on my on my list so um yeah what do you got next will diablo 3 yeah rumored three it's coming get ready for it i'm pumped I will absolutely be buying that on Switch. No question. Me too. I'm not hesitating to spend $60 to get all of the content for that game. Because I honestly haven't even played through the Necromancer yet. So that would be my time to play through it on a, you know, my brand new Switch copy of the game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm all in for Diablo on the Switch. Uh, again, it's the the RP action RPG game. Uh, graphically, I'm sure they could do it. I know uh, Diablo 2, like Divinity, has some more advanced graphic stuff, but you could easily uh, lower the settings a little bit and have it run. Did that come out on PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360? Oh, yeah. Okay, so... This, this has been out on, like, everything at this yeah, point. Yeah, the Switch is more powerful than those two. I think only by a little bit, but, um, yeah, that, sh- that should be no problem at all. Diablo 3 is kind of Blizzard's version of Skyrim. (laughs) Yeah, put it on absolutely everything. Yeah, like, pretty soon we're going to have the Roku Diablo 3 app. Yeah, uh, Amazon Fire TV, because they had some (laughs) games. Or uh, NVIDIA Shield set-top box. But the thing I'll say is, I'm going to defend this game more because it's better than Skyrim. Right. Yeah, it's definitely less janky. Anyway. I'm in a I'm in a deep Bethesda hate, so <laughs> like it's getting bad. It's it's the it's only until they announce the remastered version of Fallout Three, right? I, they if they keep everything intact to Fallout Three, yeah, I'm on board. Um, but if they make it, oh, this Fallout Four, but Fallout Three, we remove the skill tree. I will. Be yeah. Right. They just need to do the graphics and engine of yeah. Fallout. 4 with everything else fallout 3 yes that's because that i really appreciated the shooting mechanics in fallout 4 yeah it wasn't you when you were aiming at something you actually felt like you were gonna hit it yeah exactly better than three there was a little less math in the aiming you know (laughs) definitely okay uh so my next game and i this is another one i know i've talked about wanting to come to the switch this has also been rumored to come to the switch and it's also my only wii u game that i put on here um as far as i know uh but xenoblade chronicles x so that's one i put about i think i put about 70 hours uh into it on this on the wii u and i didn't end up beating it uh i kind of played it towards the tail end of my uh my wii u ownership so i didn't didn't get to uh as i find the videos i so i didn't get to to finish it uh it's also my favorite of the xenoblade games i've played xenoblade and xenoblade 2 uh and i haven't been able to stick with them but xenoblade chronicles x i'm not even sure why uh maybe it's the giant robots i'm not sure but i definitely like that the most out of the out of the xenoblade games so um 
when, by any chance, uh, are you going to continue playing two? No, I actually ended up trading two in towards something, and I don't remember what it was. Not Bayonetta. Maybe Bayonetta. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't have it anymore. That's all right. It's it's one I may rebuy at some point. I might get it at some point, too. For whatever reason, with the new Smash coming out, I have a sneaking suspicion that they're going to either drop Shulk and put in a new Xenoblade character, or they're going to add just another Xenoblade character in general. Because I think Xenoblade Chronicles 2 did well, right? Yeah, it did re- did pretty well. Uh, so. Some people also think that they might announce that Xenoblade Chron- the first Xenoblade Chronicles is getting an HD remake for the Switch. Oh. So. Man. Yeah, I mean, honestly, my, my my main complaint for Xenoblade Chronicles X was that it wasn't 60 frames per second. So if they could get it to run on, at 60 frames per second on the Switch, mm-hmm. I would be in heaven. Yeah. So. Oh, man. Nintendo, man, they just they just they know they know what they're doing. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. So what do you got next, Will? So were we doing five or more? doesn't matter. However many you have. I, I have five ish, but some okay. of my games are kind of doubles. OK, I put I put top five. But this one, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, I think we're getting this in the way of remakes instead of like a, a direct port. I this was my favorite Pokemon game. I could not be more excited for for this. It's the next game in line to be remade. So I threw that on there, even though it'll be kind of like a full fledged new game because like their their remakes are pretty much new games with what they do. They overhaul everything. Yeah. So I'm really, really excited for the direction of Pokemon on the Switch. I think, you know, even if they port some of the older games just on the e-store there. I think that would be awesome too, uh, just so I could play it on the Switch. I think that would just work so well. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, that's my that's my last one. Okay. Uh, so I've got one more too. It's the and this is again multiple games, but the, any of the Tales series games, uh, Tales of Symphonia, Tales of Zestiria, Tales of Basaria, which is the most recent one. Will I know you have Tales of Basaria for? I do. For PC. Uh, it's one that I would like to play. I haven't had the chance yet. Uh, don't know if I'll get the chance, but uh, it but looks the, cool. I just never got a chance to play it. Yeah, I again, it's it's the long JRPGs that I feel like would be perfect fits for the Nintendo Switch mm-hmm. that you can have with you all the time. It's so much easier to play than anything else. Uh, I'll talk about it a little bit later, but we uh, we got a, a Wii U. Uh, re- was it last weekend? Uh, yeah, it was yeah. it was last week. Uh, we ordered one from GameStop online and uh, going back and playing the Wii U. You could definitely tell that the switch was derived from the Wii U. Uh, but they the, I mean, the significant improvements from the Wii U to the switch were that how responsive the switch is in starting and stopping. Uh, literally, it t- you know, you pull the system out of its dock and you're gaming in like two seconds. And I can't tell you how important that is. And in, in, it's for someone like me who doesn't have necessarily a lot of time to game. Yeah. Because, um, you know, you, the Wii U takes probably two or three minutes to get booted up and into a game. Mm-hmm. Um, it just makes it so, you, you know, if you want to pick up and play for five minutes here, you, you know, you push the power button on top, sleep it. Uh, and then when you turn it on again, like literally 10 10 seconds tops you're 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 gaming again it's crazy it's night and day compared to anything else even you know if i sit down on the computer it's 
two minutes to load up a game or whatever, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, no, when you get the Switch in your hand and you look back to the Wii U, uh, <laughs> you can definitely see why, what Nintendo was going for with the Wii U, but they just didn't have the the ability to do it quite yet. Kind of makes me yeah. respect the Wii U as a console a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was it, it was a little bit ahead of its time, I think. Definitely. The technology wasn't quite there just yet, so. Definitely. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a few other games that I would have had on my list. South Park, The Fractured Butthole was one of them, but I know that's already coming. Mm-hmm. Um, Smash Brothers, which we're not sure if that's going to be a port or a new game. People seem to think it's going to be a new game. I think it's 100% a new game. Yeah. Um, the creative director has been working on it for, I guess, a couple of years now. So if it was just a port, it wouldn't be that much work, I wouldn't think. Yeah, and there's a couple things, like the character models were updated to the Switch versions of their games. Um, yep. There's a, snoo- a new logo for the Smash. Like, every game, the Smash logo is different. It's different this time. Yeah. Uh, and, like, on the listing on the website, it'll say, if it's a port, it'll have the year that it was originally copyrighted. So the year would come out, and then the year that it's being re- released. This one just has the year it's being released, and not oh. a previous year. Okay. So I, I, I'm pretty much on board that it's a new game. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, so there was that. There's uh, Mario Maker is one that I want to see. Th- these are just Wii U games I'm going to rattle off that I feel like need to come to the new system. I almost put that on my list, too. But <laughs> like like you, I didn't want to have all Wii U games on there. Because yeah. really, they, they should all come. You know, there's... Th- the joke is the seven people that owned a Wii U uh, <laughs> probably aren't going to necessarily. I owned a Wii U, you owned a Wii U, but we still would like to see these games. games come to the Switch. Although we have a Wii U now and could get them for that, I still would rather have them uh, on the Switch. Uh, Mario 3D yeah. World, New Super Mario Brothers U, um, Mario Galaxy games. Uh, I would like to see a HD. Um, uh what uh twilight princess thank you yep twilight princess i, I would like to see i would too for the switch uh again wind, it's, wind it's waker also, then wind waker yeah i mean really anything they want to throw up up onto the switch i'm 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 happy to to invest in again i would be curious to see like the logistics to them like porting a new or an old game to the new console like if it is cost effective if it costs a lot for them to do it you know all that sort of thing well, I mean, I know it's it's it would cost them less than making a new game because the game's already made. It's just tweaking it to work on the system. And I know there's some engines that transfer very easily to the Switch, and it's like it takes a few people a couple days worth of work to transfer a game to to the Switch, especially if you're only putting it available digitally. Yeah, uh, you know, there's not not necessarily a lot of work there. Obviously, the the cartridge manufacturing is is a different different beast, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you're just putting your game up on the on the eShop, it's not not as complicated. Mm. Gotcha. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's our main segment. Totally. Yeah. Um, do you want to get a start with nibble bits, Will? Yeah, Dan. I actually have three nibble bits. Um, so my first one hit two. The first two are, are Dragon Ball Z related. Um, but the first one is Funimation is pulling for Goku's inclusion of the in the new Super Smash Brothers game. So there was a tweet that uh, Funimation sent to I don't know if it was Sakurai or the Nintendo of America, um, but it sent a picture of the a new foe has appeared. That's the classic uh, um, 
challenger like approaching thing for the smash brothers series it's a very clear outline of goku um i wanted to get your thoughts dan what do you would you would you be on board with goku in the new smash brothers oh yeah i'm i'm all for like different characters and not just nintendo characters but other characters uh being in in the uh uh, in, in the new Smash Brothers, I, there's kind of a push from Microsoft to get uh, Banjo from Banjo Kazooie yeah. in in the new Smash Brothers, which I would love to see that. You know, uh, some people have have pined over having like Master Chief, yeah, in Smash oh, Brothers. Like I think that would be re- <laughs> I think that would be really cool. You know, is to have some of the some of those characters. I don't want it filled with non Nintendo characters because it's really like you know the the meat and bones of the game is the nintendo characters but yeah yeah, a few other characters from other things scattered in there i think would be awesome and then have amiibo amiibo accompanying them you know that would be that would be cool i would be on board if they dropped ryu and added goku i want them to keep like cloud but uh if like they dropped ryu for goku i would be so happy with that yeah um so going into my next one, uh, the first batch of DLC characters, which are Bardock and Broly for Dragon Ball Fighters, uh, they got a release date finally. It is going to be March twenty eighth. Nice. So that's going to be, I think that's next Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, Wednesday. So that's coming out soon. Really excited for that. I don't particularly like Bardock or Broly all that much, which is kind of against Dragon Ball Z fandom, but. I'm just kind of happy to see the game getting DLC characters added to it. I'm going to get them because I love that game. And yeah. it gets me ready for them adding like Android 17 in this game because he deserves to be in it and not yeah. as a assistant. Right. And last but not least, Dan, this one blew my mind. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Remaster reportedly not going to have multiplayer. <laughs> oh, so it's just the campaign. <laughs> yeah. Are they going to charge like $4 for it? 25. I don't know. It's supposedly coming out April 30th of 2018. The joke is, oh, but if you pay an extra $20, you can get the multiplayer. I mean, I never played the multiplayer for these games. I really liked the campaign for the first one. Uh, But I never played any more after that. For the first Modern Warfare, I should say. But think of it like this. If you're putting the most successful Call of Duty... Was it two the the most successful one? Yeah, it's like that Black Ops Four World at War. Like that was the golden era of mm-hmm. Call of Duty. Um, and you're putting one of the most beloved Call of Duties remastered, but not putting in the multiplayer, the thing that almost everybody played at least once in their life. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Now I you know maybe the argument is they don't want to saturate the remasters with all having their own multiplayer because then that player base feeds off each other and they like one game kind of doesn't have a large player base yeah they they cannibalize each other a little bit yeah thank you thank you um yeah maybe that's what they're worried about but i just like i don't think first of all a don't remaster that many of them yeah like they don't need to be like you can just i don't know i don't get it i think it's a bad move but people are gonna buy it so yeah, definitely. So whatever. My opinion means nothing. <laughs> I, I wouldn't do it either. I'm definitely not. The only other Call of Duty remaster I'd get was be World at War. Yeah. But that's it for my nibble bits, though. Okay. Uh, I just have one, apparently. I thought I had more than that, but just just one. Uh, it's the all the games announced for the Nin- Nindy's 20, Spring 2018 Showcase, which I'm actually showing on our 
video right now. Uh, so Mark of the Ninja Remaster is coming out fall 2018. Um, I liked Mark of the Ninja. It wasn't my favorite clay game, but it was it was it was good. Mm-hmm. I think I played it for four in February a few years back, if I remember correctly. I I played and beat it too. Yeah, it was it was good. Good not good not great. Uh, Fantasy Strike, which is a fighting game, didn't really didn't really do anything for me. Just Shapes and Beats is a musical bullet hell game. It looks really interesting. Uh, I definitely am interested in that one. I'll I don't know if I'll end up getting it or not, but uh, yeah, it looks looks cool. Garage coming out spring twenty eighteen. That's a zombie horde, uh, top down third person shooter game. Didn't do anything for me. Uh, Pool Panic. This game, oh, it's a game that's in the in the video right now. It's a really interesting looking pool game with weird environments and like the pool balls are actual like creatures. Really? Yeah, it's different, different. Uh, so that's coming out in 2018 at some point. The next is uh, Bomb Chicken, <laughs> uh, which is like a 2D platformer with a chicken that lays bombs. That's also in the video right now. I probably will surpass them. Um, yeah, that looks it looks neat. I'll see how reviews are for that one. Lumines Remastered was announced for spring 2018. Reigns, King and Queens. Kings and Queens is, is spring 2018. I've been interested in the Reigns games. I've thought about buying them on mobile multiple times. They're only like sometimes they're on sale for like 99 cents. So maybe I'll maybe I'll get them there. I probably won't buy them on the Switch. Um Lightfall. Lightfall is a 2D platformer. Uh, it's supposed to be a difficult platformer. It looks a little bit like uh, like a Celeste or Super Meat Boy type of game, uh, but really, really cool, uh, gorgeous art style. That's one I'll definitely be getting. Um, you know, in in my love for the difficult platformers is is uh, well known, as you know. I love Celeste. I love Super Meat Boy. It's good yeah. stuff. So. Um, West of Loathing is spring 2018. West of Loathing is like a it's a western game, but it's it's like hand drawn. It looks like pencil drawings. Mm. Uh, it looks awesome, and apparently it's very entertaining. It's definitely one I'm interested in. I have it on my wish list on Steam. I just never never pulled the trigger, but having it come out to the Switch, I will probably buy it. Um, apparently, you solve puzzles and take part in traditional turn based combat as one of several classes. It is a console exclusive on the Switch too. It's a very Nintendo heavy episode, so uh, Dave, Dave in Boston, I apologize. Don't listen. <laughs> Don't listen. We'll see. We'll see you next week, Dave. <laughs> uh, Pode, Pode, a puzzle adventure game inspired by Norwegian art that can be played with single Joy-Con. Um, yeah. Don't, I don't. I don't remember that one. The, uh, that's coming out in spring 2018. The Messenger is coming out in summer 2018. It's an old school 2D action platformer. Plays a ninja who requires a variety of abilities over the course of the game. Uh, oh, this is this one's neat because you could trans transform between eight and 16 bit versions of the game. Oh, which is a really interesting mechanic. That is really cool. Yes. Uh, Bad North coming out summer 2018. So this is a real-time strategy game. It's a real-time strategy roguelike, apparently, uh, where you defend small islands from Viking attacks. It's got a very minimalist art style, and it looks really cool. That's one I definitely piqued my interest, and when it comes out, I'll probably get it. Um, and then the big announcement for the from the Nindy showcase is that the Banner Saga 3 is coming out in the summer of 2018, uh, and also the Banner Saga 1 and 2 are coming out. 
before that. So uh, I am also interested in those because I love the first Banner Saga. I haven't played the second, uh, but I'll definitely want to play the third too. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, if you, if you, if you look in the video right now, Lightfall is playing. Um, and man, the game looks great. And that's all I have for Nibblebits. Like I thought, like I said, I thought I had something else, but but apparently I didn't. Sometimes I forget to tweet things that I want to talk about, and of course I'm not going to remember now because we're in the middle of an episode. Right? I know there was there was some other stuff, but I'm also blanking. Yeah. Uh, how was your week, Will? Uh, it was good. To be honest with you, I really didn't do too much. I've just been doing schoolwork, uh, trying to play some video games, the usual. Yeah. So nothing too exciting. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, as I said before, we, we ended up getting uh, Wii U again. Uh, my son has really wanted one for a while now because uh, we were, we were t- you know, he's he's been playing a ton of Mario Odyssey, uh, but he watches game videos all the time uh, when he's not playing video games or doing schoolwork or stuff. His favorite thing to do is watch game videos, which is what, uh, the genesis of my game channel that I started. Um so yeah, it uh, he, he's been watching Super Mario 3D World, and he really wanted a Wii U. So we ended up getting one from GameStop. Uh, it took like a week to get here, I think, and we got uh, Super Mario 3D World and New Super Mario Brothers Wii U and Luigi U. Uh, so yeah, new we played a, a bit of New uh, Super Mario 3D World, uh, which was fun. But we, my wife went to play New Super Mario Brothers Wii U the other day, and the disc doesn't work. What? Of, course, of course I threw out the receipt because as soon as I got the console working and running, uh, it, I was like, oh, I don't need this anymore. So I threw out the receipt. So I don't think I can return it. I'm going to I'm going to contact customer support and see if there's something they can do for me. We have all the emails and receipts and stuff uh, digitally. We just don't have the actual physical paper, which it's 2018. The the emails and stuff should prove that, you know, that's what I bought. But who, who yeah. knows? That, that's awful. Uh, but I also had the the trouble of transferring my account. Uh, you know, Nintendo. That's, that's not easy. <laughs> it, it was a, it was a pain. So I went to go because I have a bunch of digital games that I bought on the Wii U. Uh, I've got some old games, and then I got uh, like Mario Galaxy Two. I bought digitally. Hyrule Warriors is another one I bought digitally. Um, so yeah. Oh, Bad North is in the video right now. Will. If, if you want to check it out it looks looks great i've got a plan actually so yeah it's uh so i went to go sign in my account and of course you can't because it was tied to another console i was like oh crap so i contacted customer support uh which was extraordinarily helpful i didn't call them i just did the chat um because i hate talking on the phone and i don't have i don't have to and, and they asked for like a lot of different information i only had some of the information things but they were able to help me they were able to like disassociate my uh, nintendo network id because now everything's uh through my google account which is much easier uh but i for that one you needed a special one and then for for the wii you needed a different account uh because he unlocked my my all my wii digital purchases too which there was a few of them um so yeah uh it took a few days for that to go through but yeah i, I was able to retie my my nintendo network id to my new wii u and and download some of my digital games from there so so you lucked out i did luck out yeah 
Yeah. I was whenever I went through that issue, I was just make a new account because I was like, I don't even whatever. Yeah. Well, see, I mean, I had because I had like Mario and Mario Two, and like I said, I had Hyrule Warriors, which is was a full sixty dollar game that I bought digitally, and then uh, Mario Galaxy Two. Yeah, true. I, I think there's a couple others that I bought that I just haven't downloaded yet, but yeah, there's those. I wanted to have those games again, so. I didn't want to just throw that out. Yeah, I don't blame you on that, actually. Now that you list out, listed off all those games. Yeah. Um, I feel like there was something else I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Drawing a blank. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there was anything for me. Honestly, I got... Yeah, uh, let's move on then, shall we? <laughs> Might as well. All right, so uh, I will start with what we played. I played, as I said, I played a little bit of Sea of Thieves. So I tried to play the first night. Um, the first night it came out, which is Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And I was having really bad rubber banding issues. Uh, I played for maybe an hour, but I didn't really do anything. I just kind of wandered around the island uh, because the rubber banding was was kind of bad. And it was, re- like, really annoying. Um so I, I kind of stopped playing. Uh, and let me bring up a Sea of Thieves video here. Um, so yeah, I, I only only messed around a little bit and kind of got used to the controls because when I played the beta, I used a controller, and this time I used keyboard and mouse, which, as I said, I'm more used to. Uh, so last night I decided to play play again, and this time I did quite a bit more. I did some of the the missions in the game. Uh, which were just, you know, you get your missions from the place in the the, main, the island where you start, wander off. Uh, for me, it was sailing to a couple local islands, digging up some chests, and uh, sailing back. It was... I didn't have an awesome time, but it was kind of <laughs> relaxing. Well, it was kind of relaxing. And uh, Tito had talked about this. Uh, we'll, maybe we'll, next week we'll do an episode if we can all get a chance to play Sea of Thieves. Mm-hmm. I did the Xbox Game Pass uh, which allowed me to have the play anywhere version of Sea of Thieves. Uh, it's also free for two weeks. So if you're interested in trying the Xbox Games Pass or Sea of Thieves, um, it's free for two weeks. So you know there's literally no risk as long as you end up canceling it before it starts. Uh, but Tito had mentioned you know it's not a fun game to play solo. I've read that a few different places. Um, you know some people complain about the game being like uh, very incomplete with not a lot to do. Um, which I don't necessarily get, uh, maybe a little bit, but yeah, it's definitely you definitely have to go into it expecting a more relaxing experience. Like, there's not too much swashbuckling you're going to be doing if you're playing by yourself. Because you know, I would just hop onto my ship, sail off, go to an island, maybe fight off some skeletons. I don't. I think this time I didn't run across anybody, or did I? No, How many I hours did you play? I played two last night. Okay. Was it the first night that? So I came across one person. It was either last night or the or the first night, and uh, they were they were firing cannonballs at me as I was approaching because we were we were headed to this island. Um. So I set my ship full speed and I aimed it right at them and it jumped off the back, <laughs> and my 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 ship crashed into theirs, uh, and I tried to swim and latch onto their their ladder as they were. Uh, sailing by and I was going to sneak onto their boat and try to attack them but I, I didn't surface in enough time to grab onto the ladder so I just swam to the island and I got killed by skeletons 
that were there. But that was that was my one fun kind of fun interaction. It would have been more fun if I had gotten in a feat. But um, I, I I learned a little bit more about the game. I learned uh you know how to keep my boat from sinking, how to fix it, how to uh bucket water out of it, uh, which makes it more fun because you don't want your ship sinking all the time. It's it's a pain in the butt. Mm-hmm. So. I am. I was waiting because I'm going to get the game pass. I was just waiting for them to iron out server issues. Is it pretty much resolved at this point? Yeah, I mean, it, I didn't have any trouble last night, or I didn't have trouble either night logging in. It was it, I logged right in. Like I said, the Tuesday night I had a lot of rubber banding, and it, I didn't have that last night. So okay. it's it's definitely was it last night? I don't know. It doesn't matter. But yeah, I didn't have the rubber banding. It it ran fine. So I know they were working on it. Um, I haven't had any bugs or anything like that. I know some people complained about bugs, but uh, I don't know if I'll buy it. Uh, but it is it is a lot of fun. I think there could be quite a bit of fun to have if if you get if you get a group together to play it. I feel like this game's just gonna go on sale very soon. Like not very soon, but within the la- or the next couple months. I don't know, three, four, or five months. Yeah, I would absolutely buy it on sale. That's request. what. It- that's what I'm thinking I'm going to do yeah. with it. Cause I do, I do want to play. I'm pretty interested. Um, and I feel like playing with people would be a lot of fun. So if you can get this on sale, I think it would be a steal. Yeah. Like I said, it was, it was somewhat relaxing to be sailing around the ocean and, you know, seeing all the wildlife and stuff as I was digging up my treasure chest, but definitely it would be more, way more fun to, you know, do some swashbuckling with, with friends. Yeah. I was surprised at how good it looked too. I think I talked about that when I when we did the beta episode. It does look really good. Uh, I like the stylized graphics, and I thought the the, uh, the water looks fabulous. Literally Which is, fabulous. It was kind of jarring when I saw the water the first time. I think yeah. I said this last week as well, but I was like, "Oh my god!" Like this game is incredibly stylized, but then you see this like really realistic water. It looks it looks great. So uh, I played a decent amount of that. I. Finished my Super Mario Odyssey playthrough on my games channel. I saw so that, I yeah. It. Thank you. I added it to my list. I also, I don't think I talked about this, but uh, I beat Super Mario Run. <laughs> Here's the thing. Okay, so. Uh, again, uh, my son, he actually ended up paying for it. So he, he wanted to buy Super Mario Run really bad. So I was like, OK, it's expensive. I'm not going to I'm not going to buy it for you. So he, he paid for it with his own money. He's got a, a piggy bank full of one dollar bills that my my grandmother gives him every time she sees him. So he, he's been saving, though. So I was like, yeah, if you want to buy it, that's fine. Uh, so I bought it with my Google account. Um, so, but I, I was, I was going to buy it myself. I have the Google play rewards. Um, uh-huh. so I, I have server, uh, yes, servers, um, surveys that I answer that I get like 25, 30 cents for. So I had like four, I had like four twenty five in Google play credit. Uh, and the game for Mario day was on sale for half off. So it was $5. I was like, you know, if I pay 75 cents for Super Mario run, that's, that's fine. That game's $10. It's $10 normally. Yeah. Which I would never, never pay. Uh, But yeah, I was like 75 cents. That's fine. You know, I, I kind of enjoyed the, uh, I, I kind of enjoyed the levels. Uh, you know, it's not $10 worth, but you know, like I said, less than a dollar worth fine. Uh, but when I went to buy it, it said, you've already paid for this game. We restored your purchase on your thing. So I was like, Hey, don't even have to worry about it. 
you go. So, That's not bad. Yeah. So I ran I ran through the levels one night. I couldn't fall asleep. So it took me like maybe half an hour. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. Um, so I did that. That was like maybe two weeks ago. I don't I haven't talked about that. I started for my next game on my games channel, I started Breath of the Wild again. Um I've actually been watching your Breath of the Wild playthrough. Oh, have you? Yeah. <laughs> Did you notice any of my embarrassing deaths? I've had, uh, quite, had quite a few of them. I kind of equate dying in Breath of the Wild as just, like, natural. Yeah, it happens. Uh, that game's hard. I actually ended up recalibrating the left thumbstick on my Joy-Con because I was not able to run straight, and I was <laughs> running out a little walkway on one of the... One of the um, the shrines, and I kept falling off. I fell off, like, three times right in a row. I don't think I edited that part out, but there was another part where the first tower on the Great Plateau, I fell off and died. I just edited that part out during the editing part of the video. I was like, I, they don't need to see me waste like four minutes <laughs> because I was an idiot and I felt, well, because you know, I played so many hours of the game with the paraglider, the height never, it never, I never thought about it, you know? Yeah, yeah. When you go back to not having the paraglider, I got it back now, but. <laughs> I, I I got through the Great Plateau and I'm on my way to Kakariko Village. So the game is super hard at the start. It's really hard, and yeah, you get hit like once and all your health's gone. So yep. uh, I did die a couple times fighting too. So yeah, no, it is not embarrassing that you died. But yeah, I I'm gonna that one. I'm gonna not play through all at once. It's such a long game that. I'll throw in other things here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a few ideas for other other types of content that I want to put on that channel. Um, so yeah, the Breath of the Wild will probably take place over the course of a few months because I'm I'm only doing half an hour episodes for that one. The I, Mario Odyssey ones were a, a little over an hour. I was so. gonna say I noticed the time difference too. Yeah, uh, it's it's easier to manage. Takes long, uh, takes less time to compress. Yeah. Takes up less space on the hard drive. Editing is easier. So, uh, did I play anything else? Oh, I beat Celeste. Thank you. Finally, work. Celeste. Yeah, if, uh, I have nothing but good things to say about that game. It was awesome. I really liked the story too, which I didn't expect. Um. So, you know, Eric and Corey had talked about that when they beat it, like it, liking the story a lot. And I, I did, too. Um, that's one that might go on my games channel at some point, too, because uh, yeah, it's clean. Good, clean, fun. Good, clean, hard fun. Yeah. Is Celeste the last game Corey played that like that he liked before he disappeared? I think so. Although Corey did mention that he wants to come on for our Nino Cooney 2 episode when we when we do that. Oh, yeah. You're buying Nino Cooney for the PC. I'm, I'm buying it. It probably won't be tomorrow, but I am buying it on PC. Yes. At some point. I gotcha. It's it's coming out tomorrow. I probably, I have to wait till I get my next computer, uh, which will paycheck. Yeah. It'll, it'll probably be this weekend that I, that I will, I will play or buy Nino Cooney. Is Far Cry tomorrow too? Far Cry. Yeah, it is. It is tomorrow. Eric and I didn't even talk about splitting it yet. Yeah. Far Cry 5? I really want to play Far Cry 5. I wish you could share Ubisoft games, but I don't, I'm don't. i pretty sure you can't. Oh yeah, that's right, you can't on, on the, Steam. You play. 
I'm one, of, one of my friends bought it, so I would be able to play it if it wasn't for Uplay's stupid restrictions. And Ubisoft loves uh, having their restrictions on their games. Yes, they do. Um, I'm actually uh, really like looking forward to playing Far Cry and Nino Kuni. Yeah, Nino Kuni uh, looks good. I've heard, I've read good reviews. Like I said, Corey actually he, he said he said he wants to be on the episode for that. So as a guest, he actually asked if he what? could be on. Like. You still have your spot. We haven't kicked anybody off. Yeah, we haven't, we haven't filled it. No. no as far as I'm concerned, there's only two of us right now. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's gotten kicked, you know? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's all good. Uh, I think that's all I played. Yeah. What do you got, Will? I got a little game called Heroes of the Storm to talk about. Uh, one of my coworkers was talking about Heroes of the Storm with me fairly recently. And he was talking about how awesome of a game it was, how much he loved it. And, like, hearing him talking about, like, hearing, like, Illidan, like, Anubarak, like, Sylvanas, Jaina, Nova. And I was like, man, you know what? Heroes of the Storm was an awesome game. Yeah. So I don't know what I was doing. I think it might have been Friday. Thursday. I don't know what, when it was exactly, but I booted the game up and sent a picture to our group message saying I'm back. <laughs> and to celebrate, I bought myself a character. I brought a new support character named Alex Straza. Uh, and she's really cool. I'll talk about her in a little bit. But yeah, I sent a picture to the group message. Uh, Eric said, man, like I kind of want to play too. So later that night, me, him, and uh, old friend of the show, Johnny, all sat down and played. And we've played I want to say two nights now, three nights, which never happens. Yeah. Uh, so that says a lot. And like the first night uh, we went three wins, one loss. And then we did the inverse of that the next night. Uh, it was a little bit tougher. But to be honest with you, getting wiped, I didn't really care that much. I still had a lot of fun with the game. Uh, it's still really good. And they have added so much to the game that I didn't even even know that they added. Yeah. Um, go ahead, Dan. No, I was just going to say, yeah, I loved Heroes of the Storm. Uh, the only reason I didn't keep playing it was because I just don't play online games because, you know, I feel like you get behind. And yeah, I was never that good to begin with. I just, you know, had a good time playing it. So, yeah, we all had a blast playing that game. Was yes, we did. Like, that was an important part of our, like, probably in our episode, like, in the 200s, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, I played it for the first two or three months when it, like, finally officially came out. Yeah. Um, cause you know, I wasn't too far behind the skill progression yeah. yet at that point. Um, uh, it, it was, it was a lot of fun to put the skill progression. Cause you know how they capped it at 40. Yeah. Well, if they changed that, you can now level up to, I think infinity really, oh, okay. uh, but they kept your aggregate experience that you earned. So they, oh, my wow. level right now is two two eighty. Wow. I want to say, uh, but when I booted it back up, like I was 272 or something like that. I, we got into a game the other day with somebody who was like in the thousands. Wow. And he absolutely crushed us. He plays uh, as a hero named Kalfuzad. And uh, from what I read about his like his skills in the game, he's a very hard hero to play. He's an assassin uh, from the Warcraft universe. And like everything is so timed timing based and skill shot based. And it takes a while for the ability is to pop up. Like when he lays roots and stuff like that. So like he is a high risk, high reward hero. Uh, he ended up crushing everybody in hero damage and siege damage. 
Um, so like he really he really took it to us. One MVP had like twenty five kills or something like that. But um, even that game was a lot of fun. It was just kind of like, well, you know, those guys were all like level nine hundred, a thousand. So we kind of knew going in we we're gonna get gonna get stomped. But yeah. um, I've been playing Alex Straza, and she is super cool because she is a human dragon. Uh, her human form. She poses as like a fire healer. Like uh, she throws. Um, how her abilities work is the more hit points she has, the more her one healing ability does. So it's her Q ability. And that's like uh, you hover over somebody and click it, and that's how you heal them if they're within range. So the more hit points you have, the more uh, you heal them for. So then she has a W ability where she lays like a little area on the field. And if people stand in that area, like she does a uh, like a like a good amount of healing percentage back to the teammates and that is not health based but it takes a little bit for it to pop so like if you're in dire straits and you're not you're like i don't know if this is going to get off you're probably not going to be able to get it off so you kind of gotta preempt where a you're going to place it so you got to read movements of everybody and put it down early so you can see like oh my team's going to get hit pretty hard here um so there's that and then her e ability is a fireball and if you hit them with twice with that it slows them and does like damage over a time so that's pretty handy uh her trait is super cool she turns into a dragon um so she's a big dragon on the battlefield her q and w healing abilities have do way more healing um, and the W ability has a bigger area where it'll heal people, which is super cool. She breathes fire for a basic attack, and her wings knock people around, um, so it can be used like as a stun. Super cool. And then her ultimate, the one that I choose, is she disappears from the map, becomes a big dragon in the sky, and shoots fireballs down the field. The fireballs heal your teammates, but damage the enemies. So you're just tossing down like 10 fireballs, like healing your teammates and doing damage. And like, it's super cool, and it's a rewarding hero to play. I, re- I really like her. She's one of my favorite support heroes that I've played, and I was a huge nice. Brightwing fan when the game, uh, when I was playing a lot. Um, yeah. Brightwing was, like, my support, but I really like Alex Straza a lot so far. Okay. But, nice. yeah, no, no, like, I've just pretty much, I've been getting on every day and doing uh, dailies, at least against the computer, so I don't get yelled at online, so I can get gold, because I want to buy uh, Maev, who is the hero? A new, the newest hero who Eric's been playing. He bought her. Okay. Um, she's really, really good. She's kind of the meta of the game now is pretty much uh, mobile heroes. So heroes like Genji and Tracer and Illidan uh-huh. uh, are pretty impactful because they can dive in, do a lot of damage, and get out pretty quick. Uh-huh. So Maev is like the the counter to that. So they implemented okay. her, and she can stop them because she has a lot of like anti mobility moves. So nice. Yeah, that's my brief little uh, spiel on Heroes of the Storm. Cool. There will, there will be more to come, probably. <laughs> but so they're all that. Yeah. So that that's really all I played, though. I've really been playing Heroes of the Storm. Any free opportunity that I've had. Okay. All right. Let's uh, feedback. Right. Yeah. Okay. Call it up here. easier to read on my phone all right so the first piece is from tate who says uh sup guys sorry it's been a bit since i last wrote in i want to express my condolences on the death of Corey, and i 
And will he be really disappointed if the reason he isn't on anymore is because he doesn't have time to play games? Corey, come back. Talk about Dragon Ball Z. Piss Eric <laughs> off. I don't care. We miss your voice. Anyways, it beat Monster Hunter main story this week. I have 110 hours on it, and I'm still just as excited to play it every day as I was at the start. Anyways, that's all. Later, Gators. Taterade out. Hilarious feedback. Yes. Uh, I didn't even bring up Dragon Ball this week because Corey is not here to join in. Yes, and Eric's not here to hate it. Yeah. (laughs) You would just be ambivalent about it. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so that was from Tate. The next is from Cameron says something to athletes. Cameron here. And only two things to talk about this week, other than the crickets on my game code. I actually just texted Corey this afternoon on, uh, how we get the game. Cause he has the vast majority of the game codes. So once we get them from him, uh, we'll be sending them out. We've kept track of them all. So if you, if you picked your game, we have it, we have it noted on our list. So I do want to say Corey never answered that text of dance. So yes, he, no, no, he has not. So. Not to this point. Uh, so first, War Thunder, a wonderfully realistic free-to-play tank and air simulator. It's a game that has done its research in terms of ballistics, armor, penetration tables, ammunition, vehicle speeds, etc., etc. Uh, when you start the game, you're at the bottom of a ladder of time and technology, so your first tanks are post-World War I tanks, and you upgrade and move forward in the tech trees. So I obviously picked Germany as my nation of choice as I think they have the best tanks for history and it would eventually get me access to the Leopard 1. This is the same roughly as the Leopard C1 that Canada used and is, that is being gradually replaced by the Leopard 2. I remember my days in the infantry when we would be soaked to the bone after days in the mud uh, getting rained on and we would sit back, sit in the back of the Leopard and put our legs over the exhaust and let our let it dry our legs and boots. We have been rapidly poisoning ourselves. We may have been rapidly poisoning ourselves uh, it was warm and dry and fantastic. So, anyways, not a matter of how hard I grind and grind. I just can't climb the tech ladders. I'm stuck around the end of World War II and more than a little disappointed. So I then thought, hey, okay, it's free to play. I'll shout some cash to jump the line and buy the tank. But it seems like you can't just buy the tank you want and and, and are stuck buying certain premium vehicles or just grinding, grinding. Uh, and it goes at a speed where you're left wondering if hundreds or 300 hours so i'm giving up on the dream of this game and moving on <laughs> now on to fortnite i played it 100 on your recommendation i've been met over and over with lost and frustration i was actually at the point where i was about to delete the game as an interesting experiment filled with 13 year olds and girls on my team wanted me to follow them on twitch and buy them things <laughs> <laughs> i tried being a team player i tried going solo when I would play as a team, I'd be getting whip, uh, wiped out with around 40 to 30, 30 to 40 players left. Running solo, I once made it to the final five, but it was a team of four that swooped down and crushed me. Then there was a building aspect that annoyed me. I would lock two enemies down on the wrong side of a reverse slope and open up only to watch them jump and build. And the next thing I know, I'm looking at a five-story base with fire pouring down on me. I was ready to delete. And then when my parents visit in town visiting i have a slim window one night to do some quick gaming so i did not want to start anything that would take up too much time so i started up Fortnite. i dropped it with my team and we instantly had a fight on our hands two of my team went down but we cleaned out an enemy squad and re- revived both our guys then we geared up well from their loot and cleaned up a few good chests in the area we headed out as the map closed in around us finding the fi- finding the final fight was between us and two other teams we fought it out near a house 
It was while clearing a room, I shotgunned an enemy down, but was shot down by his buddy, who was too scared of my team to finish me off. I crawled out of the house and was cowering in cover while my team was battling it out. A teammate started to revive me, and then a flurry of gunfire, and Victory Royale won. I could not believe it. I jumped out of my seat, scared my dog and my girlfriend, and started whooping. Uh, man, after all that failure, I really, really relished in the victory. I then said to Anna, okay, I won. I should quit now and delete the game. But then I thought, what the hell? One more. Next game, I said, who cares? I jumped into the mansion in the middle of the lake and ran away from, uh, away from my team. I found a hunting rifle. I decided that I would be a good bro and make my way back to my team. So I killed another loner in the lake and found an orange minigun on them. Fantastic. Armed with this, I met up with my team uh, that was tearing apart the prison. We then began making our way under the circle. Uh, now for the first time, I was caught in the storm twice, but my team was awesome, and we shared bandages and came out of the storm behind a team that was not looking that way. We cleaned them out and kept going. This, then one of the wildest moments was the next time we were caught in the storm. We were just a few meters from the safe area when we encountered three members of another team in a brutal battle. I was lowered to 15 health when the storm closed in. And when I was done for, then I saw the enemy was on their knees, and I fished them off, and they had a med kit. I picked it up and started using it, seeing my health tick down to 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, and watching the time to heal. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, and bam, healed with literally a second left. And I ran back to the safe area, and we kept going. Now, the final battle, battle was around a bunch of stacked sea containers. This time I was playing a medic and made two revivals as our walls and sea containers were battered by rockets. But they blew their load, and while two of our guys pinned them down, uh, in their wood base, me and another guy flanked, and with my purple scar, I finished off the last two enemies, and I saw, boom, Victory Royale number two. Could not believe it, or Victory Royale number one. I could not believe it. I looked down at Anna, and I said, just won again. Ah, went a little crazy, took a screenshot of the victory. Looking at the screenshot I sent you, I actually see I'm the last played on my team alive, so I guess I got the win for my team. My GeForce program said it recorded my double kill, and I hung up my, <laughs> I hung up my mouse for the day. <laughs> I stopped while I was ahead and yesterday I played three rounds and got one more victory royale with a solid team of four where we just dominated the last team with miniguns and rockets and sniper fire so my new thoughts on the game just playing getting better learning the mechanics and how to fight as a team and when you finally win it it will totally be worth the effort oh and of course I have attached screenshots of my victories to increase my street cred uh, and if the cross platform thing ever happens then hit me up as I would love to play some rounds with you guys well thanks Cameron uh yeah i'm i'm definitely in for the cross platform well i'm on pc too but uh yeah i i I do plan on playing that at some point it's so uh like i said transcendent from the gaming culture at this point that uh i feel like you have to play it you know yeah i mean i should be playing Fortnite too i just never the stories everybody has about it excites me i just never end up playing it yeah yeah yeah, I end up going to play uh, single-player games when I when I sit down to play games at night. Yeah, so good stuff. Um, let me check and double check and make sure we have not don't have anything else. Uh, By the way, apparently Far Cry Five is not out to the twenty seventh. Oh, is it is, next week? Which is dumb. That's Tuesday. That's right. Why did I think it was coming out tomorrow? There's something else coming out tomorrow. Because every game under the sun comes out on Friday now. Yeah. Well, they want people to have the weekend to play it. Yeah. Instead of it coming out on Tuesday and having to call in sick to work on Wednesday or Tuesday. I was actually really, really excited to play it tonight when I got back from studying in the gym. Yeah. 
Uh, and that's it for feedback. So we have two for our game giveaway. All right, two. So Tate is one. Cameron's two. Cameron, congratulations on winning our game giveaway. Now, to get you these illustrious games that are on our list, um, let me see. I gotta find them. I'll bring game up giveaway. One seventy four. One through one seventy four. And your very first game is one twenty four, which happens to be Ockles. What? Oh, okay, hole. Okay, H-L-O-S. Oh, it's like Oklos. Oklos? Yeah. Apparently, this game sounds Hawaiian. Yeah, I feel like it's Greek or something. Oh. Okay. So your first game is Oklos. Um, one second, I gotta copy and paste it. Alright, generate number two. Number ten. Ten is XCOM 2. Oh, okay. That's a heavy hitter. As much as I hate that that game. I liked it. It just didn't run very good. XCOM 2 generates 47. Sam and Max Devil's Playhouse. Okay, that's come up before. Um, You're you're recording those, right, Will? I am. 144. 144 is Intrusion 2. Okay. And we do five, correct? Yes. Okay. One fifty-two is the last one. It's Dungeon Land. Dungeon Land. Not familiar with that one. Neither am I. Sounds like to me you're gonna pick XCOM too. Yeah, like I said, I liked XCOM too. Uh, it wasn't great, but I, I I enjoyed it. Okay, so your games are Olcos, XCOM 2, Sam and Max Devil's Playhouse, Intrusion 2, and Dungeon Land. Huh? So, those are your five games. Um, we have to get Stronghold Crusader out to, to Tito. Uh, I don't think Tate ever picked his game. There's, uh, I mean, I lo- I've left all the emails in our inbox, so if you've, if you've contacted us via email, they're, they're all there. Okay. There's been, there's been a few that have been picked um, we're just waiting for, like I said, waiting for Corey to give us a way to get the keys. Come on, Corey. I know. Get it together. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's it for the games there. Okay. Uh, hopefully next week we'll do Sea of Thieves. Um, like I said, I've been playing a little bit solo. I would like to play in a group. So uh, I know Tito had mentioned uh, playing in a group. Maybe I can get together with with tito or uh i would ideally i'd like will and eric to play with me and maybe uh i know our friend johnny's been playing Mm -hmm. so maybe he wants to get on get in on that action too how many teams can we like on a team can we have i think you can have four from what i from what i gather okay i don't don't know if you can have more than that ultimately but it'd be nice if you could get more than that by the way dan i think the game you're thinking of is a way out Yes. That's out tomorrow. I want that game. It looks pretty. Good, I've heard good things about it. It looks pretty good. We got to support that guy who hates the Oscars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that was funny. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, likely next week we'll be talking to Sea of Thieves, the full release. If not, we will have something for you. Right? Yep. All right. That'll do it for episode 348 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Will. Crickets. Corey, er-
<laughs> Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. Hey, watch with the blinds.